Hi, we're two foodies in a pod. Grab a snack and settle down. I'm Tamsin Hill. Hey, and I'm Claudia Ellis. So today we are talking about, I mean, a culture. I've never been to India. Neither have I. And I've actually got, we've got a trip booked to Sri Lanka, which is very close. Very close. That's quite similar food. Yeah, and I'd love to go to India though. I think India's definitely top of my top of my list. I think just based no on the way. food, the culture, mm. yeah, and I think just the sights and you know just meeting the people and you know understanding. I think after we went to Bali, you know how they've got Balinese Hinduism. It's yeah. slightly different, but I think I really just want to go to India and experience their religion. It just seems really vibrant as well, doesn't it? Just like colorful, vibrant. Even well, without the food, yeah, without the food, it looks like. It'd just be an amazing country to go to. And I think everyone there, I've heard everyone is so friendly and so lovely. I think it would just be so different to what we have here in the UK. It would just be an amazing culture shock. And I love that. My friend, her older sister went to India, like traveling on by herself. um, And she absolutely loved it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, the food is the best. Uh, This might be controversial, but Indian over Chinese takeaway. That's not controversial in the slightest. I feel that that's well, I mean, that's coming from me, and I am definitely an Indian over Chinese yeah. kind of gal. So, if we're just going to go straight into the best Indian near me, is this place called Vivanta in Warwick. And it, oh, I never really had like one of these set places that I went for Indian food. Like, we're quite open to going to different places. Um, but then I got with my boyfriend, he like their family religiously go to this the same curry house. Um and it's it's amazing and like the eating in and also taking it away, it's like the same quality of food. You know, sometimes you can take it take There's food a difference. Away, it's not the same. But no, even the experience in there is um they're just so polite, they're always attentive, um, which always makes the experience anyway, but um they always give you an extra poppered on. Which oh, I love my that. Um, so that is definitely like if you're in the Midlands or Warwick, Leamington, try Vivanta out. Warwick spice is very good, um, but I think I'd always just stick to Vivanta at the moment. I mean, um, as soon as you head north up from Warwick, that's when the good curry houses start popping up. Like I know Birmingham is known mm. for a good cu- oh, curry wow. house, and I am yeah. yet I am yet to experience a northern or Birmingham curry house. I mean, well, down south we obviously have curry houses, <laughs> but down south. <laughs> down south. But I feel like there's probably going to be a massive difference yeah. just because the culture's well more known. Last night I went um, to Birmingham, and I thought I was going to put an Indian, but I think it was actually Pakistani food. But it was like this, all these curries um, and this the biggest naan ever. It was huge just between four of us. And it was so authentic. We were sat on the floor um, and just had all this food coming at different points. It was, it was brilliant. That's the thing. It's when you're out for an engine, it's also the culture and the overall experience. I mean, you've got, you know, the nice music in the background, the really friendly servers And it's just like you hear the sort of, you know, banging in the kitchens and everything. It's just a really, really good, busy, chaotic energy. And I I love a chaotic energy. So I think that's why I love going to Indian places. And I'm craving a good curry. I have not had one in so long. I need it. When you come here next, I'll take you to Vivanta because... Please do. 
yeah, it's incredible. So, but um, are there any good ones in London or have you just not been to anywhere? I mean, I know that there are definitely going to be good ones North London. Um, I know there are quite a few good ones in the Kilburn area, but I am actually yet to have a London curry since moving here. I need, I know I need to go to Brick Lane. I got, I had one there back in like just before Christmas. Um, and that was really good. There was, I think, um, this guy had like invited like 70 people and like hide out the, like the basement of this curry house. Um, so it was absolute chaos. I don't know how they did it. Um, but it's the was... chaotic energy. Yeah. There we go again. No one's flying everywhere. Curries. And, um, I think someone like digging into the, well, what they thought was like a, masala or corn or something and it just definitely wasn't the spiciest thing ever but you know <laughs> that's just what happens but yeah definitely go to brook lane awesome I mean, I do definitely need to go there. That is the place in London. Although, once again, going back to North London, my granddad lives North London um, in Himes Park, which is like near Walthamstow, sort of more on the border of Essex. And I really clearly remember there was a great Indian place in like the high street of Himes Park. And it did the best chicken tikka, not a chicken tikka masala, chicken tikka, like like the proper, you know, grilled without the curry sauce. And it was the best thing ever. And I just really vividly remember that meal specifically. It is one of the best Indians mm, that yeah. I have ever had. I'd probably say also just probably being young and stuff and being introduced such a young age, early stage of life to those kind of flavors just kind of set the standard very, very high. No, you need to do it. What's your best Indian meal then? My best Indian meal. Oh God, that. So it it's probably that chicken tikka, not going to lie, but. I, if I had to pick like a standard curry, you know, like my favorite Indian meal, like my go-to order, it'd probably have to be a prawn boona. Um, back Ooh, in okay. battle, it's since shut down, but we had one curry house in battle, which is where I live in East Sussex. It's a tiny little town, um, but they used to have an Indian there, not anymore, RIP. It wasn't the best Indian, but it did the best prawn boona yeah. for some reason. It just, I haven't had a prawn boona to that level oh, since. Really? It was just, you know, when you look at a curry and it looks like pure grease on top, but you know, because. What's well, you got an arm there for? No, but you, exactly. But you know, because you're seeing the grease, you know that that just means yeah. it's got extra flavor. So it's not <laughs> a bad thing. Like, you know, your arteries are going to end up fully clogged up. You might end up with heart disease, but it's going to be worth <laughs> it because it's just full of flavor. I agree. Like, I, I mean, I think the first Indian meal I had was up north. Um, in the northeast like with my mum it was one of those just like my mum we're one of those families we just like get loads uh we'd be smithy's worst nightmare getting loads of food and just dipping in now nah, um, love a sharer i love a sharing indian yeah. meal well that's the same with chinese you need to try everything a little bit of everything that is my favorite kind of meal yeah. a little bit how, of a how lot do you know if you like it yeah. a little bit of a lot so i think that was like my first memory of having an indian it was like a proper in the restaurant um just those that atmosphere but I think if I was to pick the my ideal Indian meal firstly let's actually say this first poppadoms oh 100%. I think they are one of the best pieces of food ever like I mean uh, not just not in just Indian food ever normalize no, using them as crisps yes right so if I was to be addicted to something, like I heard some, 
someone say the other day that someone was like addicted to potatoes and they'd have like 20 potatoes a day and I was like how can you do that and then actually I realized you know what I could just eat poppadoms all day there's something in them that's just like you know if you're like sweets when you were younger but poppadoms wow with a bit of mango chutney it's yeah, salt you know it's once again you know it's a good poppadom when you see the grease soaking through oh yeah it's the grease no, not too greasy, but you do want to see a bit of grease coming through because then you know that it's just been, you know, freshly fried or, you know, crisped up. You don't want like a cold, greasy poppadom. Oh, That's... no. No, no, no. But... What do you put on your poppadoms? Mango chutney. Just mango chutney. And then I'll have a little bit of like, I'll have one of those big ones like before with mango chutney or just eating them. Um, and then the other one is saved for like my actual curry. See, I, you know how they give like the mango chutney, then usually like a sort of onion or pickle with it. And then they give give a yogurt sauce and then the freshly diced onions and salad. I love the super, it's a writer with the onion. And then sometimes I will put the mango chutney all on one and it actually is so delicious combining all of those flavors together they just are meant to complement each other I think that's what Indian cuisine does best it's got so many spices but every single one of them they complement each other they know how to work the spices to make to make the most of each flavor of each spice I don't think any other cuisines can do that to that extent no you're so right there yeah the amount of spices like garam masala alone which is their main spice that's like a combination of like probably seven if like maybe even 10 spices together yeah like cinnamon cardamom chilies but I think it's it is a wonderful thing that food can just get so deep and you can get such deep intense flavors by knowing and understanding the right spice work it is just a form of it's like magic you know when you think of you know these witches and stuff coming up with potions to come up with the perfect brew or whatever that's what an Indian curry is yeah Yeah, it's literally pulling together these natural things from the ground it is magical it is magical centuries of work so what's your ideal meal then oh okay so starter I mean, like, poppadoms don't count because they're, like, a pre-starter. So definitely a poppadom pre-starter. They're there. Um, and then I would definitely have to go for, like, an alu gobi and sag paneer as, like, my sort of starters slash sides. They are my faves. I'm obsessed. Um, I actually had an alu gobi in a dosa on Sunday. And I've never had a dosa oh, wow. before, which is, like, they're a form of sort of, like, Indian pancake filled with this alu gobi, which is the potato curry. Yeah. And that was delicious I've never had that before and then I feel a sag paneer that's always been my go-to I love spinach and I love paneer cheese so that is a definite on there and then it would have to be a prawn buna that would just be my standard order of course definitely um with pilau rice that would be amazing my mum always gets like mushroom rice which sometimes I don't know I feel like when there's too much other stuff going on in the rice it's just there's too much going on I don't think that's authentic enough. I feel like that kind of takes away from the Indian vibes, if that makes sense. And then dessert would either have to be probably like a kulfi or like a coconut ice cream. Something just refreshing. Coconut ice cream. That's that's got me written all over. Fresh it. coconut milk Amazing. ice cream. Not made, you know, not ice cream oh. with coconut flavoring. Literal coconut milk ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I'm there Solid. What do you think you would mm-hmm. pick? Your ideal Indian meal? Well, 
normally I don't really have any sort of starter. I just go straight in. Obviously, I have my poppadoms and chomping on those anyway. Um, but I'll have a chicken tikka masala, which is really like it's the second most boring one. But and also, it's not even like authentic Indian, is it? No, it's, it's not made here in the UK. Um, but that is my go-to if like everyone's like, oh, we're going for an Indian. I'm like, I know exactly what I want. And I'll have a Peshwari naan as well. Nice. Peshwari nice. naan. Peshwari naan's uh, a bit controversial for some people because some people think it's too sweet. Oh, I love sweet things though. So Sweet um, and salty. That's another good combination the Indians get mm. right because they mix like cinnamon, which is a sweet spice, and then they mix it with, you know, yeah. the curry powders. Yeah. That's the thing, this Peshwari naan, like my mum would always buy it. And then whenever I'd get like takeaways with my friends, like growing up, I'd be like, oh, I'll get this, like, coconut thingy. Um, and they'd be like, oh, no, I'm not having that. So I'd literally have one to myself. Amazing. Still to this day, I'll have a whole one to myself. And then, obviously, pilau rice. Amazing. With the, do you go for the coloured rice? You know how they sometimes... Oh, yeah, rain, well, we, we call rainbow it rainbow rice. rice. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. That was just, I remembered that Indians do coloured rice. Is that, I don't know if that's a legitimate yeah. Indian thing or just a British Indian I thing. Just, I can picture it, like, kind of... Bright pink, pink all in it. bright yellow. Yeah. Well, that's actually just reminded me when we were in Bournemouth once, we got a takeaway. This was years and years ago. And the chicken tikka masala was neon pink. Oh, no, that's uh, too much. No, for us, me and my sister, it was it was banging. But I just vividly remember it. Um, I think that's when I moved from a korma to a chicken tikka masala. We love it. When you when you move up from a korma to a bit more of a, you know, spice meal, like I love mm. a jalfrezi as well. I'm either between a boona and a jalfrezi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. A bit more tomato based yeah. rather than coconut based. That's me. Yeah. What would your dessert be to follow that amazing meal? I don't really know, you know, that normally I'm quite full in like a food coma. Um, I feel like I never actually have dessert. Uh, an Indian. Well, that's saying like, well, last night obviously it wasn't an Indian, but it's like similar vibes, and we had like green tea afterwards, and that was just quite nice and like refreshing because obviously you feel really uncomfortable afterwards because you've eaten so much. Uh, but yeah, dessert wise, yeah, I'm not. I, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't put anything down the list. You know, whatever comes out. They don't really do desserts. They do more sweet treats and pastries and syrupy stuff like that. Like um. Mm. I've forgotten the name of it, but it's this like bright red, curly, sugary, sweet thing, which is really delicious. So they do more sweets than desserts and a kulfi as well. That's just light and refreshing. So someone I live with first year, uh, one of my good friends, Sania, she um, is from India and she's given me some good facts. Um, She said, not everyone in India is vegetarian like people believe. I didn't ever think that, not gonna lie, because they cook with a lot of meat. What? Well, I I thought that, I don't know if it's just from what my mum said, is that most of them are vegetarian. That's what I've heard. Onion and garlic and tomato is the most used base for most of our dishes. Yeah, that's not a surprise. That's what a boona is. A boona is literally onion, tomato and garlic. Lentil soup, which is sold in the UK, is called dal in India and is the most common food in India. Wow. I love dal. That's another thing. If I was to add something on the side, I'd definitely get um, a taka dal. I'm all about the side dishes. I'd happily have a meal just purely side dishes like a, yeah, a sag paneer, a taka dal and an aloo gobi. They are probably the best sides in my opinion. 
at work we get like these big boxes either like if someone's leaving or someone's birthday or just it's a friday but big boxes of samosas incredible anyway let's move on to game of fuck, fuck marry kill. kill on nans on nans right you first i'm gonna just go for the simple ones and they're not authentic so we've got pishwari a cheesy naan or a simple garlic naan okay so either fuck marry kill or pishwari I didn't even know cheese naan was a thing, not gonna lie. So you know where that's going. Okay, right. Definitely kill the cheese naan because, I mean, the only cheese that belongs in an Indian is paneer. I don't think anything should be brought in. So cheese naan in the bin, killed, goodbye, RIP. Off it goes. (laughs) See you later. And then this is actually quite a tough one, but I think I would probably have to fuck a Peshwari and then just marry a garlic non because I love garlic. As your lovely friend said, garlic is the base of most Indian dishes and most Indian flavor. I feel like that's long term relationship material. So I would stick to that. Whereas a Peshwari non is exciting, but it's probably just, you know, a one time fuck vibe if I had to pick between that and the garlic. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Well then. Right. I'm ready for mine. So yours. Okay, I know you like Peshwari, so that's not going to be in the mix. No, come on, Sam. Nah, not in the mix. Because <laughs> I know where that would go. Okay, your nans are going to be a keema naan. Okay. A garlic naan as well. Mm-hmm. And then just your classic, classic naan. Okay, I think keema naan straight in the bin not a bit me really i'm having i used to love a keema naan mm. it was the only time i would eat lamb literally the only time i would ever eat lamb well that's it i don't eat lamb normally um i tried a little bit last night but was not a fan i find it's a bit slight of a sweaty meat um but anyway we'll go past that but i find the fact that i have to have like meat in some bread on top of my curry that's already got meat in it like chicken I just don't really like it. And I like using my naan for the sauce. Um, but then if there's bits of like meat coming out, it's not a vibe. So that's in the bin. Very valid reasoning there. Garlic and pain. That is hard. I thought so. I think because the thing is, right, I would have put garlic to marry and then plain to fuck on a one-off. But then it's like, well, you know what? It's just then pointless to do it on a one-off. I, I, do, get, I do get what you mean. Like, you know, I may as well just not eat you. So I'm thinking, but I think I'm just going to stick it that way because otherwise garlic on a one-off, like, no. So I think garlic, marry, plain, fuck. Nice. So we're both, we're in a three-way relationship with a garlic non Corby. How do you feel? Oh, uh, that was my dream of life, so. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> I actually, going off that, I do have some fun facts. I feel like... Oh, go on. So you know how we were talking about pub grub last time? We were talking about, like, classic mm. British culture. I do now feel like, as bad as it is, an Indian curry is kind of part of the British culture. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you're going to a pub, it's like on the list, isn't it? It's on the menu. Exactly. So going off that, my fun fact is that there are around 12,000 Indian restaurants in the UK. And in London alone, there are more Indian restaurants than in Mumbai and Delhi combined. What? yeah no yeah that's ridiculous I know I think I definitely want to fact check that but that's a really (laughs) cool fact because that's kind of insane I'm not surprised though because I feel like in Mumbai and Delhi you wouldn't go to an Indian restaurant itself you would just you know either firstly make your own curry 
or go on like a side street or a like street food stall rather than a restaurant so I can believe that that's so true yeah maybe we need to pop to Brook Lane together then I think we definitely should awesome well we hope you have a lovely weekend eat lots of food for us and if you're eating a pop and on don't don't hold back don't hold back don't let them ha- anyone else have them and dip it in the mango chutney as well yeah see, see ya. ya bye bye